0: There are five and a half million jobs open in america and it's time to get to work at expresspros.com you can apply for a new job today apply now at expresspros.com for skilled labor jobs like drivers forklift operators welders and programmers as well as administrative jobs customer service and accounting positions express also hires for positions in the medical industry such as billing coding data entry and record keeping each express office is locally owned and operated and is invested in the success of their community. And 75% of the people who have a job are open to a new job or actively looking for a new job. With more than 770 Express locations, you'll find the nearest one at ExpressPros.com. There are no fees for job seekers, and with one application, you apply for a variety of top jobs in your community. Express takes pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Go to ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com.
1: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
0: Okay, welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. You are going to be simply delighted with the next couple hours. Rebecca Rosen with us, international best-selling author, inspirational speaker, star of Lifetime's The Last Goodbye, known for her accessible style and stunningly accurate ability to connect with the departed, and her appeal and healing message led to repeated national media appearances. Rebecca regularly tours around the country as well, performing at sold-out live audiences. And here she is on Coast to Coast. Rebecca, it's good to have you on the program.
1: Hi, George. Thanks for having me.
0: This is something. How did you get into this? How did this happen? I would guess since you were a little girl.
1: Absolutely not. Actually, this happened to me. You know, I was 20 years old, and all of a sudden one day I'm talking to my dead grandmother. And of course I thought I was going crazy because the first 20 years of my life, I had no idea I could do this. And so one day, right. And so one day my grandmother started communicating with me and I heard it in my, it was in my mind's voice. And so I couldn't tell if it was, you know, me going crazy, making this up, or if it really was her. And she gave me this ongoing dialogue of all sorts of information. but bottom line is she came to me saying she was here to help me to help myself. When I was 10 years old, my grandmother killed herself, and she realized I was going through um, a very deep depression, and she wanted to help me. And so she gave me information nobody could know. So I called my dad. Sure enough, he validated it, and that's when I knew that I had this amazing ability and that was 20 years ago.
0: And this ability, do you have the ability to summon the dead up, or do they come to you?
1: No, I do not summon them. I never go fishing in the Sea of the Dead. They come to me. And so I'm simply being aware, and I'm listening. And then I've you know, i learned that they're coming to all of us. It's not just me. So I really firmly believe we all have um, a sixth sense, intuition. We can all do this for ourselves. Some of us have a very strong, you know, intuitive ability, and we're able to do it for other people, such as myself.
0: Do you have to be in a state of mind for this? Do you have to be asleep? How, how does this happen for you?
1: You know, really, you have to be out of your mind. You know? <laughs> honestly, it's so funny. I do my best work when I'm tired or... Really? I, yeah. Yeah. I think for all of us, the biggest thing is we constantly are trying to run things, control things, and it's when we surrender and we are still, when we make space. So that's why meditation is such an important tool to be able to get in touch with your intuition and to hear our loved ones who have passed on. You quiet the mind and then you make space for them to come in and communicate with you.
0: Are you more psychically inclined? Are you more of a medium? How would you categorize yourself?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. So I'm definitely a medium. That is my specialty. You know, psychic ability, again, we all have it. It's just like doctors, right? There's a lot of doctors. And when you go through training, you're going to be trained in the basics. But then you pick your specialty, Some people become oncologists or a pediatrician. Mm -hmm. In this case, I chose, well, I didn't choose at all. In fact, I recognized my strength lies in mediumship. And so a psychic is somebody who basically is connecting into somebody's energy. They're picking up on thought forms in that person's aura and reading them. But a medium takes it one step further and they rely on deceased people or angels or higher guides to download information to and through the medium. So I absolutely, um, I focus on mediumship, and that's what I love to do.
0: Rebecca, do you ever channel them like Whoopi Goldberg did in the movie Ghost? I mean, do they jump in your body and then start talking?
1: Right. No. And actually, it almost would be great if they did, because it would make my job a lot easier. It's not that strong and direct. Honestly, it's very subtle. So for the first few years of doing this, I really doubted it. I honestly thought I was going crazy and making it up. And I kept telling the dead people, prove it, prove it, because there's no way. This is too subtle. Mm -hmm. But but you but proved they, it. They proved, proved it, it, right? It. Yeah. They, they proved it. Honestly, I mean, now 20 years later, it's a knowing. I know it's real. But um, so, no, they are not, they don't have bodies, right? So they're not that direct. They're impressing energy into the medium's mind and body through, it's just thoughts and feelings. So it's very, it makes sense why so many of us doubt our our connection.
0: Take us through the procedure uh, when they talk through you, when they communicate to you? How does that happen?
1: That's a really good question. So, you know, every spirit is different. And it's just like how people, everyone has a different personality in this world. And some spirits are awesome communicators, and other ones are not great. I mean, it's just like in life. Some people just are not articulate, and they don't know how to talk. And so it really depends on the spirit I'm working with. But a good spirit will impress me with a combination of clairs. And clairs are clairvoyance, which I'm sure many of your listeners are familiar with, which Mm -hmm. means it's clear seeing. It's your third eye. It's like you get thought forms in your mind. It's almost like daydreaming. So there's clairvoyance. There's clairaudience. It's impressions in, in your head where you're actually hearing an inner dialogue, and it comes in your mind's voice. Again, like I said, it would be amazing if they actually had voices and they were talking to me because it would make my job so much easier, but they're not. And so they're impressing sounds. Sometimes it's phrases. Sometimes it's, you know, whatever it is, they're trying to get across a message through words. Clairsentience, that's a common one a lot of us get. It's clear feeling. And that is how we, we get the chills out of the blue. Okay, or we strongly wake up, like just feel the presence of a departed loved one, and we cannot shake it. That's them trying to say, hey, I'm here, feel me. And then the last common clair, is claircognizance, which is it's clear knowing. It's kind of like it's, it's thought forms plopped into your consciousness, and out of the blue you just know something, and you cannot explain how you know it.
0: When they come to you and talk to you, do you know who they are?
1: No. And, and so that's the other complicated piece. So I always tell my, my clients or audiences, I say, look, I know what I know, and I know how the dead talk to me. I know my sign language, so to speak, but none of it makes any sense to me. I don't know who it is. I don't know what it means, but hopefully you do. And so these dead people... They're coming to me because they see I'm open, receptive, and I'm available to be their messenger.
0: Right. You're and the so you're the mouthpiece for them.
1: I am. And I and I'm honored, but unless I have somebody sitting in front of me, I can't help them. So sometimes dead people will come to me in the middle of the night and I'm like, Hey, time out like I don't know who you are and I want to help you but come back when I'm in front of your loved one maybe tomorrow when I'm working. And so and so usually they honor that and they come back and sure enough I kept hearing Bill 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 well you know 10 hours later I'm sitting with a client like is Bill your father? Yes he is. And so Bill came about 5 hours early. So that's very common for that to
0: happen. Do you ever feel as if they're pestering you? I mean how- What do you do if you're trying to sleep and they just keep bombarding you?
1: I know. You know, the truth is I'm a good sport about it. I I love my dead people. I'm so grateful I have this gift and I want to help them. Um, But, yeah, you know, there's times where, look, I'm a human being. I have a very full life and sometimes I need them to go away. And so I kindly, nicely tell them, you know, There's times I have boundaries. I'm very clear on my boundaries. And they know it. It's funny. They really do respect um, our boundaries. And that goes with anybody. It's not just me. Again, um, I have a lot of clients who tell me, you know, their kids are seeing or feeling ghosts in their rooms at night. And I tell them, look, set boundaries. The living are always more powerful than the dead. So if we set intention and set boundaries, we absolutely can control which departed loved ones we let in and, and at what time.
0: The title of your new book, What the Dead Have Taught Me About Living Well. Tell me about the title.
1: You know, so my publisher actually picked the title. In my They past- they
0: always do. They do that with me too.
1: It's not funny. So in my past two books I actually got to pick the titles. This one, they picked it and I trusted this is a great title and this is what it needs to be. Because you know what it is? It's very direct. It's telling readers exactly what they're getting. And the truth is, if I were to sum up this book, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, the, it's the important nuggets that I have learned along the way that, you know, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And so it goes through chapter by chapter, different sections of our life, from relationships to health to money children, and so forth. And that is basically all the gems of what the other side has taught me over the years. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.